Welcome to the Flow and Freedom Show. I'm your host, Avril Anderson, coach, mentor, and guide for multi-passionate female entrepreneurs who are ready to let go of the BS around what building a business should look like and create a scalable, thriving, soul-aligned business that balances the divine feminine and divine masculine energies within. I am hopping on to talk to you today about what I learned this week about myself, my business, by doing a breathwork session and a beautiful yin yoga class last night. And you may be thinking, Avril, what's that got to do with business? Well, it's got a lot to do around, obviously, self-care, so taking time out to connect with myself. And in case you're not familiar with breathwork, it's basically using the breath in a really powerful way to release stagnant energy and to connect and to put the uh, ego to sleep so that we can actually connect with our subconscious mind. So um, it bypasses the ego and really quietens the ego to allow ourselves to tap into our authentic self, to allow ourselves to really connect with um, us and you know our subconscious and that deep intuition that you hear me talk about a lot when I talk about building an abundant online business is learning to get out of the head and into the body. So this week I made a promise and a commitment to myself that I was going to really make a conscious effort this week to do that. Step back and invest this week in me. Um, so I started off Monday morning with a beautiful wake up yoga session at 6.30 um, with my local yoga teacher, the beautiful Emma Watson. And I started that week off and as I came out of the yoga studio, as the sun was just rising, I felt an immense feeling of gratitude for creating that space for myself, for the beautiful morning and for having the opportunity to really take that time for me. And then we moved into, um, yes, our Tuesday, sorry, where we had the breathwork session. Really empowering experience for me. So as I said, I've tried breathwork before and in the past, it didn't really work for me. It, no, when I say it didn't work for me, let me reframe that because it felt really uncomfortable and I bowled out. I was like, this feels really uncomfortable um, and I, I'm doing it wrong. I can't get this right. Um, and the last time I tried it, I was like, it was obviously in hindsight, my ego going, stop, 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 stop. Um, and I listened to it and I stopped and I abandoned what turned out to be um, from doing it this time around, the most empowering, releasing, energy clearing experience that I've had in a long, long time. Um, and when I reflect back on that, on that breath work session, um, I expected to cry because I'm a crier, okay? And I think crying is absolutely fine. So often we're told that crying is a, is a bad thing. When you cry, you're not strong, but it's simply releasing stagnant energy. It's letting go of things that are no longer, longer serving us. And I learned that a long time ago and I celebrate tears. Now I celebrate emotion, I celebrate crying. And I do the same with my daughter. Um, I'll say to her, it's okay to cry, let it out. Because the more we empower people to embrace that release of energy through crying, um, well, the more advanced generations we're going to have that follow us and the more connected and authentic generations we're going to have that follow us. But in terms of what I expect, I expected to cry. And what surprised me about it was after we went through the breath work and we were in that phase of re relaxation and reflection, I felt the need to allow a real primal scream out of my body. I felt this need to release. And I, what I felt flow over me was this absolute knowing and empowerment that I am a powerful being. I am an infinitely powerful and abundant being and I have got this shit. I've got it. I don't need to worry or know about what's coming next. So often 
in business, we are always focused on what's coming next, what's coming next, what's coming next. And we forget to be present in the moment. And that experience allowed me to release energy um, and, you know, energy that wasn't serving me anymore, thoughts and beliefs that weren't serving me. Um, but what I learned from that that I want to share with you is the first time I did it, it felt really scary. It felt shit scary. And I thought I was doing it wrong. So instead of pushing through, I bowed out. I stopped because it got uncomfortable. And that is what's going to happen in business. And I'm sure at this stage in business, if you're following now, you at that stage of business you're at where you're in that messy middle and you're growing, um, you probably felt a lot of times along the way, like, is this for me? Should I just go back to corporate? It, this feels really uncomfortable. That's a sign that you're growing. It's a sign you're moving into the next version of yourself. And that is something I've learned over the years is discomfort. Learning to be comfortable with discomfort is one of the primary things we need to learn as entrepreneurs very early on because we are going to feel uncomfortable. It's going to feel scary. So things that you can do to really get used to feeling comfortable with the discomfort is bringing your awareness to the moment. Why does it feel uncomfortable? What about that situation is feeling uncomfortable for you? What is it trying to teach you? What is that moment trying to teach you and what learning can you take from that in the moment of course it's going to feel shit it feels shit when we feel uncomfortable and, and we feel scared and that's another thing and I'm going to come on to that as I talked about the yin yoga is trusting ourselves having that innate trust that we can do this that we can get to that next level version of ourselves that we can get to that next level in business um and really doing it on our terms so you know and that brings me on to talk to you about what yin yoga this week taught me about actually doing business our way and doing it on our terms and learning to really lean into the discomfort and what that can show us about ourselves. So last night I went to a beautiful yin yoga practice. And if you're not familiar with yin yoga, what yin is really all about is holding yoga postures and yoga poses for extended periods of time. So you would stay in a yoga pose for seven to 10 minutes at a time. Now, it feels really uncomfortable. And this is the point. Yin yoga is not a restorative practice in terms of, you know, um, lovely, relaxing poses and flows. This is about holding it because it works beyond the, the outer layer of just blood and muscle. Okay. So we go into tendons. Um, we go into actually ligaments and the fascia of the body, really releasing parts of our body that don't tend to like to be moved and stretched because what's in there is lots of stagnant energy. What's not serving us is trapped in there. We hold it all in. So yin yoga is about holding poses and it's also designed to allow you to release mentally and emotionally as well. And this is a practice that I do cry quite a bit in and I'm not by myself. Um, you know, when, when we do heart opening poses and we release energy, um, it is a really transformational experience. Um, but what I learned last night, it was my first time back in a while because obviously we've been, we've been out of, you know, in-person events for quite a while. And I just don't find the same experience when I do things virtually when it comes to yin is the poses were really challenging. Um, and I, at the start, I questioned myself, am I going to be able to do this? Am I going to be able to stay in this place for seven to 10 minutes. Am I going to be able to do this? And I had this question about my belief around whether or not I was capable of doing it. But what I had beside me was an amazing group of women cheering me on, an amazing teacher. And we were all in the same position. We all felt the discomfort. And what I learned was when I actually just became very present in that moment and focused in on the feeling and the breath, I connected with much more than just the pose. Um, I connected with myself. I was able to connect with 
things that I realized weren't serving me and let go of them in that time. So I was able to be fully present and fully still. But what it taught me as I was lying in Savasana at the end and really just reflecting on this beautiful practice was that I was much more powerful than I thought I was. My muscle memory was still there. I was still able to go into the poses and I was able to hold them and I held them all for the allocated time. What that taught me was that when we feel we can't, we have to remind ourselves that we can. We just need to find a way that we can lean into it that makes it feel good for us. And for me, that was adjusting the pose. For me, that was maybe adding another block. We don't have to do it the same way everyone around us is doing it. And that was, again, another reflection for me. There was eight amazing women in this room, right? We were all doing the same pose, but we were all doing it differently. Some were using bolsters, some were using blocks, some were full on, no props needed. I mean, absolutely smashing it. And I could have fell into comparisonism, but I should be able to do it the way she's doing it. But she'd been doing yoga for 10 years and I certainly hadn't been doing it as consistently as she had. So again, it's this whole thing when we bring it back to business. Are you comparing yourself to the person beside you who is doing business their way, who has been doing business for a lot longer? Are you trying to copy everyone else in the room, even though you know that doesn't feel right and good for you? So I could have, yeah, got rid of my bolster and lay back, but that was, that was not going to feel good for me. That was not going to get the desired outcome. That was not going to make me feel open, abundant, aligned and releasing the energy it was just going to make me think this is really uncomfortable I went beyond my comfort point because don't forget everything is a a accumulation of little steps in business in life in practices that's why they call yoga a practice and business is very much the same okay we get better at what we do we get to the next level we scale our businesses we become you know different people as our business grows we become fuller we become a better expression of ourselves but if we're so busy looking at what everyone else in the room is doing if I had been so busy looking to see what everyone else was doing I wouldn't have been able to enjoy my practice I wouldn't have been able to lean into my version of that event I wouldn't have been able to connect and be present and really identify what I needed to let go of in that practice and it's the same in business my lovelies if you are so busy looking at what everyone else around you is doing and thinking oh I should use a bolster or I should use or I should use that marketing strategy or I need to be doing that because they're doing it that way and obviously that must be better if they're doing it that way coming back into who you are as a person what you want your business to look like what you want to create for you that makes you feel abundant and aligned, excites you, energizes you, is all that matters. We've got to stop looking externally at this superficial success trap and what others are doing and thinking, if we just replicate that, I will get that level of success. Because so often society will tell us what success looks like. But allowing yourself to come in and go inwards and start with you and identify what you want. So for me, I set the intention at the beginning of my practice for what I wanted. And for me, it was to be fully present. So what do you want your business to look like? How do you want to build and grow your business? How do you want to practice business in a way that actually fulfills you, makes you feel abundant, makes you feel aligned, and also um, allows you to grow in your own way, allows you to grow in your own way. You don't have to use the strategies everyone else is using. You don't have to do what everyone else is doing just because somebody over there is doing it and they're telling you they have more success. So they're portraying a, a different level of success. Don't forget, you don't know a chapter of their journey they're on and you don't know what they went through to get there. So these practices this week, the breath work and the yin yoga, 
brought me back and centered me around actually the importance and reminding us that we get to do business our own way. We get to do life our own way and we get to do business our own way. But don't forget to always lean back into that trust and the connection around your why, why you started your business, what your real purpose is behind your business. And if you haven't tried breath work or yin yoga, or if you have, drop it in my comments and tell me what you find, what you learned about yourself as a person and also as an entrepreneur by doing practices that allow you to be present, to connect and what they teach you about yourself. And if you have any questions, as always, my DMs are open. Thank you for tuning in today, my lovely, to this powerful episode. I trust that you got everything you needed from today's episode. And as always, I would love to hear what your thoughts are, what resonated with you, or anything that came up for you during listening to today's episode. Hop on over and connect with me over on Instagram at Anderson underscore. The links are also below this episode. And you can also hop on over to avrilanderson.com where we have a range of blog posts, freebies, lots of things that can help shift and move your business forward. So as always, sending you lots of love and light and cheering you on every single day in your success.